morning. Parts of Sydney are being pummeled by unrelenting rain this morning. Dozens more evacuation orders have been issued in the past 24 hours to residents in low-lying areas. There have been hundreds of calls for help and more than 100 flood rescues carried out across the city. The south is the biggest concern for crews at the moment around Warrenora and Bonnet Bay, as well as Liverpool, George's Hall and Moorbank in the southwest. Disaster assistance has been made available for 23 flood-ravaged council areas in and around Sydney from the northern beaches right through to Wollongong. A precarious operation is underway right now to rescue a container ship caught in a huge seas off the coast. The operation to haul Portland Bay out to deeper water began late yesterday afternoon. Three tugboats battled tough, rough surf to reach the ship. Sources tell Seven News the tugboat lines broke overnight. The ship became dangerously close to running aground near Cronulla. It's understood, though, teams have managed to get some power back to the engine and avert disaster. Anthony Albanese is expected to visit flood-ravaged New South Wales when he returns home later today. The Prime Minister has copped some criticism for remaining overseas, while Sydney faces its second flooding emergency this year. But Mr Albanese says that he received an urgent briefing after leaving war-torn Ukraine and has spoken with Premier Dominic Perrottet to ensure the state has enough federal support. Now to breaking news and six people have been shot dead at an Independence Day parade near Chicago. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Tim, good morning to you. We understand that the gunman is now on the run. Yes, Mon, both the FBI and local police in the Highland Park area north of Chicago on the, law, on the shores of Lake Michigan now hunting whom they believe is an 18 to 20-year-old gunman apparently perched himself on the top of a building believed to be in possession of an automatic weapon and opened fire on a July 4th parade. This, of course, Independence Day across the United States, the big national holiday for the 50 states observed with fireworks parades and other street parades. This, an ordinary street parade through the suburbs, sprayed with gunfire. Police now confirming that six people have died already and another 31 have been taken to hospital. On a day that we came together to celebrate community and freedom, we're instead mourning the loss, the tragic loss of life and struggling with the terror that was brought upon us. At this point, we know that six people have lost their lives and we are grieving for them and their families. That toll could rise because five of the 31 who've received wounds have been taken to a high-level trauma centre. July 4th is in the middle of the American summer. Uh, often people have noted an, a rise in violence during celebrations. Last year alone, the gun violence uh, monitors online recorded 500 shootings across the US during the July 4th weekend. Mon? Oh my goodness. Yet again, Tim Lester in the US. Thank you so much. The nation's top doctors will urgently consider whether to roll out a fourth COVID jab to people under the age of 65 as case numbers continue to climb. The two new sub-variants, BA4 and BA5, are of particular concern for experts, expected to become the dominant strains within weeks. Ataji will discuss expanding the vaccination program when it meets today. 
Household budgets are about to take a further hit with the Reserve Bank expected to lift interest rates again today. Political reporter Taylor Aitken is in Canberra. Morning, Taylor. It would be the third consecutive month of rises. That's right, Mon. Good morning. The rate hikes keep on coming and they show no sign of slowing down. The Reserve Bank today is widely tipped to increase interest rates by either a quarter of a percent or half a percent, taking the official cash rate to above 1% for the first time since 2019. Soaring inflation is largely to blame for these rolling rate hikes, with Treasurer Jim Chalmers warning the cost of everyday items is likely to rise rise further. It comes as a record number of homeowners are ditching their bank with tens of thousands of people refinancing in the last few months, trying to find a better deal on their mortgage. But with rates only expected to keep rising this year, that deal is getting trickier to find. Come on. All right, Taylor, thank you. Friends and family have rallied around a young jockey who was badly injured during a race at Grafton in northern New South Wales. Leah Kilner was thrown off her horse and lapsed in and out of consciousness before being flown to a Brisbane hospital with swelling on the brain and several fractures. She's been cleared of spinal injuries and woke briefly yesterday with her family by her side. The 24-year-old is now in an induced coma. Sydney's rail dispute is escalating with the government dragging the union before the Fair Work Commission overnight. It comes after a week-long campaign that saw many disruptions on the city's rail network. Premier Dominic Perrottet has stepped in to try and prevent another planned industrial action this week, which he claims would blow out the cost of the new metro line by hundreds of millions of dollars. A quick check of sport now and the Aussies are starring at Wimbledon. Nick Kyrgios and Alia Tomjanovic into the quarterfinals at the All England Club. Kyrgios struggled with a shoulder complaint throughout his fourth round clash against Brandon Nakashima. The world number 40 pushed all the way, needing five sets to reach his first Glam Slam quarterfinal in seven years. I'm not even going to think about that. I'm just going to put my... I need, I need a glass of wine for sure tonight. <laughs> for sure. Tom Janovic became the first Australian woman in back-to-back quarterfinals in 2022 years, coming from a set to beat Elise Cogne. I just, I don't know, I didn't really think I could do it, so... Alex Demonor blew the chance to face Kyrgios, giving up a two-set lead and a two-match points in his loss to Chile's Christian Garin. Jason Kerbler's run came to an end in straight sets against American Taylor Fritz. Well, temperatures have dipped across central Queensland as winter takes hold, with some areas on track to reach their coolest daily maximum on record. Brisbane's heading for a top of just 13 today. The same for Rockhampton, where residents woke up to temperatures in the single digits. The Gold Coast is slightly warmer, with a top of 17 degrees expected. Meteorologists say an unusual combination of wind and cloud activity is driving the cool weather. And let's check Tuesday's weather now. Showers in Brisbane with a top of 16. Rain and wind easing in Sydney with a top of 18. Partly cloudy in Canberra, 13. The same for Melbourne and Hobart, both 15 today. Mostly sunny one in Adelaide with a top of 15 or so. Showers in Perth and 17 degrees. And a sunny one in Darwin with a top of 27 degrees.